This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. So what jazz standards can you get super bluesy in your jazz solos? Well, today I'm going to teach you four of those tunes that you need to know coming up. What's up? Brent here from Learn Jazz Standards. We help musicians just like you learn how to play jazz all while shortening the learning curve no matter what instrument you play. Welcome to another quick win episode of the podcast. On this show, we do episodes on jazz theory, jazz improv, and even jazz standard tutorials like in today's episode. So be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss out on anything going on here. Everybody loves to play some jazz blues. And of course, outside of just playing jazz blueses themselves, there are certain jazz standards that I find tend to lend themselves more to bluesy playing than others. So I'm going to show you a few jazz standards that I think really lend themselves to the blues. And do stick around to the very end of the video because I'm going to be giving away something free that will really help you learn these jazz standards super effectively. The first jazz standard is Doxy by Sonny Rollins. Doxy is actually a tune that really shares a lot of commonalities with the blues in the first place. The biggest part being that it actually is made up of completely dominant seventh chords. So the one chord in this case borrows from blues harmony, making it just a dominant seventh chord. And notice that it just kind of cycles through dominant seventh chords to the sixth chord, to the two chord, which is even a dominant seventh chord, the five back to the one. And very notably, the bridge also borrows from blues harmony. So you have the one chord here in bar nine, which of course goes to this four chord, the E flat seven, and to the E diminished seventh, which is a really common thing in jazz blues. So already it's kind of a form that is similar to the blues. So obviously this lends you lots of opportunities to play super bluesy language. And while you obviously want to be playing the chord changes as well, well, using minor pentatonics, major pentatonics, and quote-unquote blues scales is something that is completely acceptable to do over top of this tune. Jazz standard number two is In a Mellow Tone by Duke Ellington. tone it doesn't necessarily have blues harmony built into it however there's lots of opportunities to superimpose the blues over top of it so for example we start here with this dominant two chord in which you can play lots of b flat bluesy stuff right it goes from a two b flat seven to an e flat seven to an a flat even though this a flat is major you can actually superimpose a lot of minor pentatonic stuff over top of it as well and truly every single time i see a major one chord, I'm really playing lots of 
major pentatonic stuff and even minor pentatonic stuff to really brighten it up and make it bluesy. Now, near the end of the tune in bar 25, we have this D flat seven, which is the four chord, which then goes to the sharp four diminished, which is obviously boring directly from blues harmony. And even when you listen to the melody of In a Mellow Tone, you hear that they're really honing in on that bluesy element there, especially because we're boring from that blues harmony. So In a Mellow Tone, great tune if you want to superimpose blues stuff over top of it. Jazz standard number three is On the Sunny Side of the Street. <laughs> Side of the Street is one of those tunes that is just super swinging and infectiously happy. It's at a good medium slow tempo and so it's just one of those tunes that we can easily apply blues harmony and blues language over top of. So for example in bar five I really love superimposing minor pentatonic stuff over top of the sixth chord and really using that as an opportunity to play something bluesy. But you can also play lots of major pentatonic kinds of things on top of the major one chord as that's also another good opportunity to outline some of that stuff. Keep in mind, of course, that the major pentatonic, C major pentatonic, and A minor pentatonic are essentially the same scale because they're coming out of relative keys. So you can know that that is actually a tonal center and a choice of notes that you can really capitalize on throughout this entire tune. Now, before I go over the last one, let me know in the show notes or in the comments down below, which jazz standards do you think lend themselves really nicely to the blues and playing bluesy lines and bluesy language. Of course, that does not include a jazz blues itself. Let me know. Would love to hear your thoughts. Now, Georgia On My Mind is one of those ballads that just has that natural instinct to play bluesy stuff. And in fact, you can play very simple lines over top of this tune and it will sound really good. And in some cases, it's even better to play simple bluesy lines over top of it. Now, the opportunities that I look to play blues is when we get to this sixth chord, the D minor seventh chord, this tune is in F major. This is a really great opportunity to play lots of D minor bluesy stuff. And of course, as always, over top of any of the major one chords, you can play major pentatonic things, but I even like to sometimes in the resolutions play the minor pentatonic over the F major seven because it just superimposes that blues harmony over top of it. So this is another great jazz standard where looking for those opportunities to play blues will just add so much soul, especially if you combine it with playing the chord changes and even bebop lines as well. Now, if you need help learning jazz standards such as these four that I just mentioned, it's a great idea to have a good step-by-step -step process for doing so. So do check out my free guide called Learn Jazz Standards the Smart Way. You can find that at learnjazzstandardsthesmartway.com or I'll leave that also in the show notes as well today. Great way to just start getting a process for learning these tunes by ear without sheet music. That's it for this quick win episode of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You don't miss out on anything here and we'll see you in the next episode. Cheers. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. 
I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. LearnJazzStandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.